Welcome to Brand by Design with your host, certified BG5 business consultant, myself, Ashley Brianna Eve. The goal of this podcast is to help you create a clear, consistent, creative, personal brand to help you stand out and get paid for what you are best at. If you are ready to leverage your unique expertise and build a highly profitable, personally fulfilling business, this is the place. Without further ado, let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, everybody. I'm so honored to have you here, and I'm excited for this very impromptu episode. It'll likely be on the short side because it was actually sparked by a conversation that was had within my Copy That Sells membership. Each month we have one Q&A call. It's on Zoom, so you get to ask your questions live. And the topic today changed more to mindset than technically copywriting and marketing. Now, what I really believe is mindset is the foundation of everything. So I was more than happy to do a mindset performance coaching session, which is really what it turned into today. Now, before I go into what the conversation was around, which I think you'll likely be able to relate to and extract some tools and golds and wisdom from today, I wanna let you know that my background is in psychology. I know I mention it all the time and you're probably thinking, Ashley, you've told this story a million times. My husband always says that to me. He says, Ashley, I've heard this story a million times from you. And I'm also aware that there's always new members of the family and community that are finding me through the podcast. So not only am I trained with BG5 and the International Human Design School, I'm a triple certified coach. My background is actually in psychology. I've worked in crisis centers, women's shelters, group homes, equine assisted therapy programs with Canadian Mental Health Association. I mean, I've worked in a vast background within the mental health field and my specialty was ADHD, PTSD, bipolar, OCD, ODD, oppositional defiance disorder, and a whole host when I was working with adults of things that took them out of the workforce. And when I was working with youth and children, things that sometimes were major players in them being in group homes or being in and out of jail. And the reason why I always preface stuff with my background is because in the online space, I mean, anyone can say anything. And I could go on to give you a little bit of a mindset performance coaching smackdown. And for all you know, I'm some rando that just Googled it and now I'm regurgitating the information. So I do have a background in this and it's something I'm really passionate about. One thing I always say is that we always default to the level of our identity. 100% of the time, you are going to default to the level your subconscious mind has created. So before we actually get into what I wanna talk about, I wanna give you the analogy of a thermostat. So I want you to think, if you set the thermostat in your house for 78 degrees, it may fluctuate slightly, right? It might go up to 79 degrees. It might go down to 77 degrees before the heater, for example, kicks on. However, if your thermostat in your house is set for 78 degrees, you are getting 78 degrees. This, as an ADHD side note, is making me think of the band 98 Degrees. Did I just age myself there? I missed an opportunity for this analogy. Anyway, so if you have your thermostat and you have it set at a specific number, it is always going to go back to that number. It's going to default to the number you've set it to, even if it fluctuates slightly. Now, I'm going to give you a 
non-business example, and then I'm going to give you a business example for how this manifests in individuals. When I was a personal trainer and I worked in big box gyms, so I'd be like, you're good life. I think good life is pretty global, so we can all relate to it. We all know this happens. The first of every year, everyone sets their goals, their fitness goals, their intentions to get fit, to join the gym, to hire a personal trainer, to finally take their health seriously, and what happens. Within, I'd say, you know, giving it four weeks, five weeks is being gracious. Within a couple of weeks, you know, you see that boom at the beginning of the year, and then within a couple of weeks, it starts to peter off until it's back to the OGs that were always there year round. Now, what happened? Now, that's a great question. Let me answer it for you. Their internal thermostat, even though they changed the external environment, all right? So they changed the external environment where they got the membership. They are attempting to change their behaviors. So they got the membership. They hired the personal trainer. I mean, I would see people dump $10,000 plus on personal trainers and use a couple sessions. So they're changing their environment, getting the gym membership, hiring the personal trainer. They're attempting to change their behaviors and their habits. They get the clothes, right? So you get the fancy workout clothes and the fancy sneakers. They're changing everything on the external, yet they have not changed anything on the internal. So their internal thermostat is still set for, I hate working out, it never works. Every year I start and I quit. I always go all in for a couple of weeks and then it doesn't work for me. Because of my metabolism, I'll never lose the weight. I hate getting up early, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And those are all identities. Those are all core identities and personalities that have been created, curated, which are ultimately a choice. I want you to hear that again. It's ultimately a choice to continue with those. Those have not changed. So those are still set at the 78 degrees. What ends up happening? People try to change the external. They try to change their behaviors, their habits, their rituals, even maybe their thought process, but they're not changing the core identity. And when your core identity is still set for 78 degrees, when your core identity is still set for it's hard, I hate it, it never works, I always fail, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you might fluctuate up to 79 degrees where you start working out, you start getting engaged with it again, but you're gonna drop right back down to 78 degrees, which is not working out, not eating healthy, not getting up early to get your yoga in, etc. You're going to default. And you might even default down where maybe you know you would go for your morning walk every day and you default down where now you're not even going for your morning walk, but that gets uncomfortable because that's outside of your thermostat. So then you start walking again. We always default to what we believe and who we believe we are, our identities. Our identities create our personal reality. Your personality, who you be, creates your personal reality. And this is not shade for anyone or saying it's only for those that are not succeeding. No matter where you are in business, who you be right now and how you see things is getting you your current results. Who you be right now and how you see things that core identity is getting you your current results. We cannot get a different external reality when we are operating from old paradigms within. And paradigms, I mean, essentially your programming, your mindset, your identities. It's the same thing if you try to install the updated version of Windows on your computer. Now, I have no idea what version they're on. I'm not a techie. <laughs> Say you are trying to 
download Windows 20 on your computer. Well, to download Windows 20, you have to overwrite and delete Windows 19. You can't be running Windows 19 and Windows 20 at the same time. If you wanna upgrade, you have to completely overwrite, delete, discard, get rid of the old programming. And this lies the problem for people trying to change their life, whether in business or fitness or whatever the case may be. They're trying to change their outward reality without changing their personality first. And they're always going to default to the level of that thermostat. So let's apply this to business. And maybe you can relate. I see this a lot in the coaching industry, especially right now where it's becoming a little bit cooler to pick on the coaching industry. And what I'm seeing is people not changing their core identity. Okay, so they're not changing their core identity. You probably see where we're gonna go with this after that analogy of the fitness example. They're not changing their core identity and then they're hiring the mentor. They're taking all the courses. They're not getting the results, right? Because remember, their core identity may be set for, it never works for me, I always fail, no one buys my stuff, no one's watching my lives, I'm gonna get canceled so it's not worth it anyway. I'm someone that's too shy. I'm a hermit, right? I hear this from the second lines. I'm the hermit, so I can't go out and network and do it. I'm a projector, so I don't have the energy to launch. All of these paradigms that don't support you. So people are going into, they're trying to change the external environment. They're joining the membership. They're purchasing the courses, maybe even hiring the mentors. I've had people, now this is something that I don't take on anymore. However, I've had people hire me for one-on-one and have no intention on actually changing. Like their par- their inner paradigm is so stuck in who they be, it's just not gonna work. So they're doing all the things external. Maybe you can relate to this. Maybe that's you right now, or you're doing all the external things. You're hiring the coaches, you're taking the programs, you're purchasing the Kajabi membership, all of those things. You've done everything on the external. Yet, gosh darn it, you just always keep defaulting to it not working out, right? You always just keep defaulting to quote unquote, working on it behind the scenes, but never taking action. Your default is someone that it's not going to work for, you're not good enough, et cetera, et cetera, whatever your thermostat is set to. So you can change the external all you want. You can hire all the coaches all you want, but if you don't change that core identity, you are not going to change your results, no matter how many people you hire. And also I find from that point when someone's in that set identity where it tends to be what we used to call a victim mindset and now you're not really allowed to call it that, it has to be called a fixed mindset in psychology. However, when someone is in that mindset, it does not matter how much you change on the external. You can dump hundreds of thousands of dollars in a coaching, nothing will change because your life will start to change when you change your core operating system, when you overwrite Windows 19 for Windows 20 and literally, quite literally, become a different version of self. And in the trauma-informed space and in the spiritual coaching space, that's been taken out of context where it means you should have guilt or shame over who you are now. You can respect and honor who you are now while also realizing the personality, the identities, the habits, the behaviors, and the rituals that you have created, which are creating your current reality, do not serve you at your next level. And I think that's a nuance that's being missed, especially in the spiritual coaching space, that it doesn't mean simply because you're overriding that Windows 19 or you're changing your thermostat from 78 degrees to 82 degrees, 
that now you should feel shame or guilt on who you were, the things you did. I think one of the most powerful things we can do is understand, and Ra Ruhu teaches this in BG5, that our mess is our message. What led us here has given us the wisdom and the tools and the skills to not only get to our next level, but to serve individuals, to serve people in our business and our personal coaching brands. What happens, however, is when we are living in the past and making that determine our future. And Tony Robbins describes it so beautifully when he says the past does not equal your future unless you live there. So one such way this thermostat tends to be perpetuated is through the statement, I don't know. And it was that statement that really triggered a performance coaching smackdown in copy that sells my membership. And the reason being what I see often, and this is why I don't, one of the many reasons I don't position myself as a BG5 coach or a human design coach anymore, because what I find is human design BG5 can be used to support our limiting beliefs, be used to support our victim mindset or our fixed mindset, be used to support this identity we have that I don't know who I am. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know who I want to serve. I better look external to me. And I think one thing we have to be clear on is what coaching is. And I think the online space has really distorted this and especially pop-up human design experts have distorted this. It is not what coaching is and is actually not what Ra Ruhu wanted human design to be. All right, so what is coaching? Coaching is ultimately asking the right questions and empowering the client to find their own solutions to solve issues. That's it. <laughs> asking the right questions and empowering the client to find their solutions. And Ra Aruhu, how he framed human design through this lens is he said, no one is your authority, including human design. He had said, and not a direct quote, that essentially what we're saying with human design is nobody has an authority. You are always your authority. There is no external authority. However, what I've witnessed, which is really unfortunate, and I feel like Ra's gotta be turning in his grave, is people saying, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I wanna do. I don't know who I wanna serve. So human design can tell me, BG5 can tell me, Gene Keys can tell me. And something I say with my clients all the time is you refine, you do not define with human design because human design, Gene Keys, none of these tools know who you be know the wisdom and the life experience you've had, the trauma you've encountered and how your unique design has interacted with the world around it. It is not your authority and your coach, no matter what their background is in, is not there to give you answers. They are there to ask the right questions to support you in the discovery of the right answers for you. And again, so how this all ties into it is what came up on the call today was, I don't know. I don't know how I want to help people. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know. And I want to give you some tools. If you find yourself in this, essentially a cognitive loop. Now, what is a cognitive loop? A cognitive loop is a repeating pattern where your thoughts and beliefs produce feelings that fuel our rightness about our stories that then further intensify our feelings. And it literally is just this infinity loop. It burns your energy and it gets in the way of your progress. And one of the reasons a cognitive loop gets in the way of your progress 
is you have that mental process that involves the repetition of certain thoughts, ideas, or behaviors, and it becomes automatic or essentially unconscious over time. And as someone I admire and always quote says, Carl Jung, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. So using the example of, I don't know, I don't know who I am. I don't know who I want to serve. One, I want you to keep in mind that when we say words, our unconscious needs to make pictures. It's like when I say, don't think of a pink elephant. When you think of I'm stuck or I don't know, your unconscious is creating some type of image. For me personally, if I think I don't know, I feel like there's a brick wall in front of me that I'm just running into a brick wall. I have clients when they say things like I'm stuck or I don't know, it feels like they're in quicksand. Well, if that's the loop and that's the imagery and that's the place our subconscious mind is in, you're not going to change the external. Your personality is now, I am someone who is stuck. I am someone who doesn't know who they are. I am someone who doesn't know what my gifts are. I am someone who doesn't know what my skills are. I am someone that doesn't know who I serve. And as long as you are repeating those thoughts on loop, like a broken record on the subconscious mind, there's no way you can change the external. And from that place, there's no way a coach can help you because a coach does not know you. I don't care how long you've been working with a coach. They are not your authority. No one knows you better than you. And no one can tell you who you are or how you should work or who you should work with. They can guide you asking the right questions to help you uncover the right answers for you. But ultimately, who is coach guru to tell you that you have to be like this because your human design says so, or you have to leverage this strength in business because your gene keys says so. No, how I work with my clients is we look at what are your strengths? What are your skills? Who are you? How do you desire to serve? And then we refine and amplify that message with BG5. And I hope you can feel that nuance, right? Because human design isn't your guru. I'm not your guru. I don't know you better than you know yourself. So one of the ways when we get stuck in this, I don't know, it literally becomes our identity. I don't know who I am. I am someone that does not know who I am. I am someone who does not know how I serve. I am someone who does not know what my gifts are. And of course, when you're in that mindset and then you add something in like a second line human design and the second line human design doesn't know who they are and the second line human design doesn't know what their gifts are and the second line human design is always waiting to be called out. Well, now you got a recipe for fucking disaster because you already had the identity of someone that doesn't know who they are and doesn't know what their skills are and doesn't know how they serve. And now from that fixed mindset of being the victim to, right? That's not a growth mindset. Being the victim to whatever the externalized world is, well, now you have human design confirming that, seemingly confirming that. So what I wanna provide for you guys is we have to be aware of the words that are coming out of our mouth. We have to be aware of the thoughts that are on repeat within our head, within our subconscious mind and call them out immediately. I don't know is a problematic one that I hear a lot. However, there's a lot of ways that we are keeping ourselves exactly where we are, no matter what we change on the external world, no matter the coaches we hire, no matter the gym memberships we get, no matter what we change on the external world, we are keeping ourselves exactly where we are based on our underlying programming that we're operating from. And so when we identify the words or phrases or identities that are on repeat and creating our reality, we can then shift them. 
And I want to help you with this I don't know. Because again, this is one I see come up a lot. And often human design just makes the problem worse for people because now they have human design confirming that they're not supposed to know. All right, so if you find yourself saying, I don't know, this is what you're gonna do. The next thing you're going to say is, if I did know, what would it be? And when someone's stuck in a fixed mindset, and maybe you can relate to this, the response to that, whether I ask you that or you ask yourself, if I did know, what would it be, is often, well, I don't know, <laughs> right? I don't know, stop asking me, because I don't know, or I'm trying to figure it out. I wanna give you, I want you to pause and pick up a pen because we are doing an experiment before we go any further because I want you to see how ridiculous it is to say I'm trying or I'm working on it. All right, so you have your pen. I want you to put your pen in your palm and your hand flat, all right? No, I'm serious, grab a pen. <laughs> I'm waiting, you grab a pen. All right, so we have a pen in your hand, in your palm and your hand's flat. I want you to, Wrap your hand around the pen. Pick the pen up. Perfect. So you picked up the pen. Open your hand again. I want you to not pick up the pen. All right, so what's happening? Your hand is still open, your hand is still flat, and the pen is sitting in the palm of your hand, right? Okay, I want you to try to pick up the pen. How's that going for you? All right, another thing then. Let's try it another way because working on it is a fancy way of saying I'm trying. We convince ourselves, well, I'm working on it, I'm working on it. It's a fancy way of saying I'm trying. We try, we are masters at convincing ourselves of things that we want to convince ourselves of. All right, so your palms open, your hands open, the pen's on your palm, resting on your palm. And I want you to work on picking the pen up. Go on, work on it. Work on it, friend. What's happening? I'm imagining either you're not picking it up and you're not working on it, or you successfully picked it up, one or the other. So you either successfully wrapped your hand around the pen or you didn't. And is it Yoda that says try or try not or do or do not, there's no try. Do or do not, there's no try. I don't know, I didn't watch Star Wars, but I feel like that's a thing. Anyway, there is no trying and there is no working on. There is either taking action or not. And when we can also be radically honest with ourselves and hold ourselves to the standard of like, I'm going to be honest. Am I actually quote unquote trying? And what does that look like to me? And that might look like in your business, doing the busy work behind the scenes. So you can convince yourself you're trying, right? It's like, well, I've screwed around my website 45 hours this week. And I don't know why there's no sales coming in to protect yourself, and that can be a self-sabotage pattern, to protect yourself from maybe failing, a fear of failure, or maybe even a fear of success. But we need to first and foremost be honest with ourselves on our action and the underlying reason for our action or inaction. And even the underlying reasons for the things we say or the beliefs we have. So going back to this I don't know, if you catch yourself saying I don't know, you're gonna ask, if I did know, what would it be? And not, I'm trying to figure it out, not, I don't know. If I did know, what would it be? And your job is to hold yourself to the fire of giving a straight ass answer. As Ra'aruhu said, we are so good at negotiating with the not self. And what that looks like is negotiating with ourselves. Like the not self is there going, but you can't say that because 
you might trigger people or you can't do that because you haven't proven yourself or you shouldn't really pivot because we should hold on to this direction. And so what you start to notice when you hold yourself to the fire of if I did know, what would it be? You start to notice those sneaky, sneaky limiting beliefs come up and stories you have on why you can't, shouldn't, need not do that thing. And an example of that is I had a client recently that came for a consulting call. And at the beginning of the call, there was this energy of, you know, I don't really know where I am in my brand doesn't feel good anymore, but I don't know the direction I want to go. And when we pulled back the layers and I held this client to the fire of, of course, you know, it came out that she wanted to work with celebrities and big time public figures. And there was this fear around one, leaving her current audience behind and two, now speaking to and serving the level of individuals she wanted to serve. So this, I don't know, was a story to really protect herself from the truth of the direction she wanted to go. Because as soon as, here's the thing, as soon as you admit to yourself what you wanna do or who you are, well now, it's on you, baby. Are you taking the action or not? And it can be very easy then to identify a lot of our stories that are running our life in the subconscious because I don't believe anyone doesn't know. Even if I was to ask you, how do you build a rocket ship to go to the moon? You still know. And you might be thinking, Ashley, I legit do not know how to build a rocket ship to go to the moon. Well, you might say, Ashley, I have no idea how to build a rocket ship to go to the moon. However, have you heard of this guy, Elon Musk? <laughs> so while you personally don't know how to build the rocket ship, you know to refer me over to Elon Musk. And this happens a lot as well, right? In business, you might say, well, I don't know how to build a seven-figure funnel. I don't know how to build strategy. Well, you do know. And again, you might be saying, Ashley, I don't know what you're saying. If you say, I don't know how to build strategy, and I say, if you did know, what would you do? You could very well say, well, I would hire someone to do it for me because I don't got the time or the knowledge to build a funnel. Okay, so you did know all along. So what I suggest is starting to hold yourself to the fire. When you start to notice these cognitive loops, these patterns of thoughts and behavior or these identities that no longer serve, hold yourself to the fire of, does this actually serve me to believe this? Like, and be honest with yourself. Does it actually serve me to believe that I don't know who I am? Does it actually serve me to believe that I don't know what my skills are? Does it actually serve me to believe that I don't know who I wanna serve? I'm guessing your answer is a resounding no. So if it doesn't serve you, what do you decide instead? And you think like it can't be that easy, actually. Well, sure, we could argue there might be trauma under the surface. There might be mindset work that needs to be done. And yet you can still take action while you address those things. I actually, and I said to my clients today on the call, I highly recommend everyone have a therapist if you're a CEO, if you're an entrepreneur, hell, if you're just a human navigating this crazy thing we call life. I think everyone should have a therapist. Business is hard. Business is challenging. And I think it's one of the smartest things we can do. So yes, have the support in other arenas of your life so that as things come up, you can work through them. And yet ignoring what the foundational identity level issue is, is not going to allow you to change your thermostat, is not going to allow you to change your business. It's not going to allow you to change your life. And too many people are getting too comfortable looking to systems like human design, BG5, Gene Keys, 
every fucking system under the stars to tell them who they are, what they should do, who they should serve. And thank Jesus that Human Design BG5 doesn't do that because I wouldn't feel comfortable being someone's authority because I know you're a badass. I know you have the skills and I know damn well that you always knew the answer. It's just a shift in perception to hold yourself to the fire of, of course I fucking know. Of course I know who I'm here to serve. Of course I know what I want to do. Of course I know who I am. Of course I know what my skills are. And shifting the mindset to it being completely unfathomable that you wouldn't know. And that's just a decision. That sounds absurd, but it is just a decision and then you back it through discipline with action. I'm going to say that again. It is just a decision and you back it with discipline through action. Well, if you're someone that does know, what are the actions you're taking? Now, I'm going to give you a real life example outside of business for this. I've been an athlete since I was a kid. My parents put me in everything. I was basically, I could pick up any sport. I'm kind of, I was made for CrossFit because I am the jack of all trades with sports. However, I've fallen off a lot of horses, competing horses in my life. I've injured my back with CrossFit and weightlifting multiple times. So there's periods in my life where my back really actually hurts or I aggravate an old injury and some of my injuries were spinal. So it takes time off. I need to take a certain amount of time off work and maybe even go back to rehab. Well, my identity is I'm an athlete, but let me tell you something. It takes a whole of maybe three days for me to be sitting on my ass doing nothing and not being an athlete for my identity shift down into... I'm someone that's old and over the hill. I'm someone that can't keep going in sports anymore. I'm someone that doesn't have the time to work out. I'm someone that's too busy and has too much on the go to fit in a schedule of training. Like it takes me about a whole of three days. I am a sloth at heart. I am truly lazy at heart. And uh, it takes me no time at all, blink of the eye, and I'm, I'm adopting those mindsets and those personalities which do not serve me at all. Not even from an athlete perspective, but from a health perspective, it does not serve you to have those identities. So what ends up happening is when I'm healed and I'm looking to shift back into sport, if I maintain those identities, it's like pulling teeth to train again. And I don't stick with it. I'll stick with it for like three days, get frustrated that I'm starting over again and then stop. However, if I shift my identity to I am an athlete, There are certain behaviors that are only adopted by an athlete. And what do I mean by that? I'm eating healthy. I'm getting at least eight hours of sleep. I'm prioritizing my health. I'm addressing any health issues that come up immediately rather than letting them slide. I am training as a non-negotiable every day. I have yoga in my schedule every single day and my foam rolling and mobility work. There are certain things that an athlete does and they're non-negotiable. However, I need the identity of being an athlete first. Trying to change the external is not going to change the internal. And saying, I don't know what an athlete does, does not serve me either. And it does not serve you to say, I don't know in your own life. All right, so to wrap this up, you know, typical me, we go off on all these little trails thanks to my ADHD. To wrap this up, there's a couple of things I want you to do. I actually want you to do homework from this. And if you know someone that can use this, please share, give me a tag on Instagram at I am Ashley Brianna Eve. So this is your homework. Number one, I want you to write down 20 identities that no longer serve. And these can be sneaky because you might not have something such as I am someone who at the front of it, but you might constantly say that 
you don't know who you are, right? So the identity around that is I am someone who doesn't know who they are. Or you might say, I don't know what I want in business. Well, your identity is I am someone who doesn't know what I want in business. So you're going to write down 20 identities that no longer serve you. And something I say to my clients often, if they say, I can't come up with 20, then now your homework is to come up with 40. Because <laughs> I guarantee there is at least 20, and I'm not even joking, then do 40. Now, what you're going to do next is look at, where did I pick this up? Because it's very unlikely that you just came to earth out of the womb with that belief. So where did you pick that up? Is it even yours? Or was it something that happened to you or something someone said to you? Where did you pick it up? Next, you're going to look at, does this actually serve me? And you might say, yeah, it does. That's fine, that's your personal power. Just back the results that come from that, right? Because remember, your current personality is not going to get you different results. Your current personality and those identities that you are writing down are getting you the current results you're seeing in your life and in your business. So does it actually serve me, yes or no? It's a, it's a yes or a no, there's nothing in between. And then finally, okay, if it doesn't serve you and you've identified that it's not yours anyway, what is the new identity? So it might look like going from, I'm someone that is always overwhelmed to I am someone that consistently takes action even when I don't know the next step. And you're going to go through that for every single identity that you wrote down. Next, your homework is, if you say those dreaded words that someone might as well be dragging their nails down a chalkboard with me for me to hear these words spoken, I don't know, I don't know. If you hear yourself saying that, this is the process you're going through. Number one, if I did know, what would it be? If I did know, what would it be? And remember, something we talked about is you're not allowed to wiggle out of this. You're not allowed to say, well, no, I just, I just said I don't know. And you're not allowed to say, well, I'm working on figuring it out. No, if you did know, what would it be? And I want you to write that down. Then I want you to get curious about the answer that comes up for that. And what I mean by that is this. Say you're, you're talking to me, we're in conversation, I'm coaching you and you go, Ashley, I don't know what I want to do in my business. And I say, okay, if you did know, what would it be? And you say, all right, well, I want to help people find their purpose. Okay, perfect. That's good. First, celebrate the breakthrough. What does that mean to find their purpose? And you're not allowed to say, I don't know at any level of this game, right? Because you're not allowed to say, well, I don't know. No. If I did know, what would it be? What does it mean to find their purpose? And you might say something like, well, they're finally doing something they love. And then you get the opportunity, remember you get, you don't have to do anything. You can stay exactly where you are. You get the opportunity to then say, ah, okay, well, that's really interesting. What do I mean by that? And I want you to get curious about the things that you're saying. So if that means they're finally doing something they love, well, what do, they, what do you mean by that? Okay, well maybe you start to dig and you realize what you really wanna help people do is leave their corporate job and start their business. And just keep going through and asking yourself, what else is here, what else, what else, what else? As you go deeper and deeper on what previously you said you had no idea about. But I want you to hold yourself to the fire of you're not allowed at any point in that process to say, I don't know. And sometimes the answer is, well, I'm going to hire a coach or I'm going to hire a mentor or I'm going to whatever, right? Like sometimes the answer is I'm going to hire someone for this. And yet you still knew the answer that breaks the stuckness. It's the I don't know and staying in that state of bumping your head against the brick wall or standing in quicksand that's keeping you spinning your wheels exactly where you are. 
All right, so that's what I'm gonna leave you with today. We did a two hour call on this in Coffee That Sells, but I'm leaving you with that today. And just to kind of put a bow on this, number one, you are always going to default to the level of your identity. That's where we addressed the thermostat. So if your identity is, I don't know who I am, you are always going to default to that no matter who you hire. Number two, you cannot change your external reality first. You have to change your identity level first. You cannot change your reality. You cannot get a different reality operating on the same systems, operating systems you are right now. And finally, the last tip was around, I don't know, (laughs) which seems to be everyone's favorite go-to when they're stuck. You do know. So if you did know, what would it be? And you shifting the identity of I am someone who doesn't know is going to be one of the most powerful things you can do in business because you can't ultimately run a business as someone that doesn't know, as someone that's constantly telling themselves they don't know, that someone's constantly looking for external permission. And what I say to clients a lot when they're in that state, I don't get it in private clients anymore, but when they're in that state of, I don't know, I don't know, just tell me what to do, just tell me what to do. That's what I call an employee mindset. And an employee mindset of waiting for someone to tell you what to do before you take action is only good when you work for someone else. It is not going to be supportive of you building a career in entrepreneurship or a personal brand. You have to be willing to train yourself to take action. You have to be willing to train yourself to have a growth mindset of asking, all right, let me take a hot second. Let me pause. This is coming up. This stuckness is coming up. If I didn't know, what would it be? How do I lead myself through this? Because I'm telling you, your energy speaks before you do. And if you are stuck in these cognitive loops, that stuckness is going to show and it's going to prevent growth of your business. Not only because you need to think like a CEO to build a business, but because people are going to feel that stuckness. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this. And if you did, like I said, give it a screenshot and a share. Tag me over on Instagram at I am Ashley Brana Eve, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye, guys.